0: Last week of the regular season, week 13 of the Sun Belt, we got a division title on the line and home field advantage of the Sun Belt Championship. We do it next on Locked On Sunbelt. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sun Belt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. I host afternoons, Sports Radio 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, covering the South Alabama Jaguars, uh, and prior to that, covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns and hosting mornings on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette, Louisiana. We will preview all of the football games, obviously a full slate. I did rank them of based on importance, what's on the line. Uh, you could probably figure out uh, which ones are more important and which may not have nearly as much on the line. Uh, and then I reversed it. So the least important, if you will, will be first and we'll work our way down uh, and through uh, each ball game. All right, so let's start off with. Georgia State and Marshall. There really is nothing on the line in this one, except pride uh, for Georgia State and maybe a winning streak for Marshall. But Marshall has already uh, qualified for a bowl. They're four, uh, seven and four, rather with a four and three record uh, in the uh, Sun Belt. Georgia State, meanwhile, kind of an up and down season. Four and seven. Uh, they are three and four in. Uh, the Sun Belt, and like I said, Marshall already with their seventh win because they played two FCS teams. They needed seven wins. You only get to use one of those FCS wins towards the bowl game. Georgia State just had a really odd season. Uh, they started out 0-4, and two of those losses are against South Carolina and North Carolina, so no shame uh, with that. Uh, Charlotte was a bad loss. That's just an inexplicable loss. Charlotte's fired their coach. Uh, They lose 42-41. And then you got to play Coastal Carolina, one of the prominent uh, teams and certainly one of the teams favored uh, to compete in the Eastern Division. When you know it, that's on the line uh, this week. And so that's not a bad loss, but the loss to Charlotte is inexplicable. Then they win four out of five. They go to Army and beat or they go to West Point and beat Army. They beat their rival Georgia Southern in Atlanta. They lose to App State. Okay, but then you beat Old Dominion and you beat Southern Miss and now if you've won 4 out of 5, you need to beat Monroe, Madison and Marshall. Two out of those 3 games for a bowl berth and you've lost two of the first three. And now you're playing Marshall. In Huntington, West Virginia, and you can't go to a ball game. Uh, they uh, blew a ball game against Monroe. They had a chance uh, in that ball game. They were way up in that ball game. They led, you know, fourteen to three and twenty-one to ten. In fact, they led twenty-eight to twenty in the second half and let. ULM take it away from them a couple of interceptions late uh the difference in uh, the ball game and then they had a huge lead on James Madison they scored 24 points in the second quarter they didn't have one 20-point lead on James Madison they had two 20-point leads on James Madison 27 to 20 and 34 to 14 and they scored a touchdown late in the fourth quarter to try and tie it up but they failed on the two-point conversion. So it's been a crazy season, Uh, very up and downish, or streaky is probably more like, it's not been up and down, it's been streaky uh, for Georgia State. Uh, You win, or you lose your first four ball games, then you win four out of five, Uh, now you've lost your last two, and they are a six-point underdog. Against Marshall, I'm taking the thundering herd. They are really tough uh, defensively. Uh, Marshall could be heading to... The Lending Tree Bowl here in Mobile, Charles Huff has done a fantastic job with the Thundering Herd uh, this year. Their first year in the Sun Belt. Now Rashin Ali is back uh, in his second ball game. Didn't see many articles on him and the reasons he came back, but he is back. So that's uh, good news for the uh, Thundering uh, Herd. All right, let's move on uh, to one more ball game before we take a break. Uh, the Cajuns in Texas State. All right, lots on the line for Louisiana, right? They are, they are still your uh, defending a Sun Belt champion, so they got a little pride. They obviously will not be playing for that. They are five and six. They are three and four in the Sun Belt. It has been an up and down uh, season. Uh, they lose to South Alabama. They lose to ULM. They lose to Southern Miss. But they still find themselves uh, in a spot to win a game and get to a bowl game. They are back to Chandler Field, as we mentioned. Uh, Last week, Ben Woldridge is out for the season uh, and they still do have a chance to go bowling against Texas State. Who All of a sudden, you know, they have a dramatic win last week against Arkansas State. They're four and seven, two and five in the Sun Belt. So it's a little bit more than pride and a little winning streak. Maybe a little mojo going for the Bobcats uh, if they can finish with a hot hand in 2022. Uh, Bobcats finally broke their four game losing streak last week against Arkansas State. They needed 13 points in the fourth quarter. And so I'm not sure if Jake Spavital's job is on the line here or not. Four wins looks much better than three, and obviously five looks better than four. And if you win two in a row, you heading you think people think you're heading in the right direction at least. Here's the thing though, Spavitol is big time into the transfer portal. He had five high school commits last year, 24 transfers. And as of right now, go to 24-7 Sports. They do not have a verbal commit. He is wholeheartedly buying into the transfer portal. And that's what he's going to do to try to get kids there to San Marcos. I'm not sure if that's the way to do it, but certainly he's going all in on the transfer portal. So we'll see if that works out, if Spavital is able to uh, keep his job, win or lose. I mean, they could win, and he could not keep his job. And they could lose, and he could keep his job. So who knows what they're thinking over there uh, at Texas State. All right, we will take a break. We got Southern Miss against Monroe. We got App State against Georgia Southern. And we got South Alabama hosting ODU all coming up, although not necessarily in that order, as it turns out. You're listening to Lockdown Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, your team every day. This episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up the college football season. It's easy to get started and easy to play while you're watching college football all day long. You can go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. All right, this week I am taking KJ Jefferson. Rushing 44 and a half yards. They're taking on Missouri. I'm taking KJ Jefferson over 44 and a half yards. I'm going to do the same thing with Florida's Anthony Richardson. 49 and a half rush yards. Taking on an improved Florida State. But I'm taking Anthony Richardson basically getting 50 yards or higher than 49 and a half rushing yards. Just pick between two and five players across any team and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest fantasy games to play out there, and you can win cold hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code Locked On, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to UnderdogFantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code Locked On to get in on the college football pick 'em action today. All right, welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, let's talk about uh, the UL Monroe ball game. They are hosting Southern Miss. Southern Miss is favored by three. Oh, we need to go back. And uh, I will take uh, the Cajuns, by the way. I will take the Cajuns. Minus five. I think they go into Texas State and beat the Bobcats and cover. Uh, Southern Miss is a three-point favorite on the road to ULM. ULM plays much better at home uh, than they do on the road. But Southern Miss, they have been an up-and-down team. And the biggest issue is the quarterback. How about this one? Five different players have attempted at least 10 passes for the Golden Eagles, including running back Frank Gore Jr. Really tough to get any consistent play if you're changing quarterbacks throughout the season. It started with Ty Keys. He was actually committed to go to Tulane and Will Hall, but then Will Hall switched to Southern Miss and so did Ty Keys. He got injured early on in the season. Then they went to Zach Wilkie, but he threw nine interceptions in eight ball games. Jake Lang led a fourth quarter comeback against Arkansas State. They went back to Wilkie, that didn't work, and now they're on Trey Lowe the third. He has taken back over, and then you get Frank Gore Jr., who you know they call it the Superback. Uh, and so, it really tough to get any kind of consistent play uh, when you are playing five different quarterbacks, and not necessarily all due to injury. All right, they are very good defensively, but a ton of pressure is on that defense with the inconsistency of the offense. Offensively, they have scored more than 24 points in regulation twice versus FBS teams. They did score 64 against Northwestern State, uh, but they only had 30. They had 39 against the Cajuns and 27 versus Tulane, which was a pair of nice wins. But that's it. They have not scored very much uh, at all on a regular basis. And yet, if Southern Miss can win, they're going bowling, and that would be a nice way to top off. Will Hall's second season as the Southern Miss head coach. As far as Monroe goes, I've stated this for the last few weeks, one of the more underrated coaching jobs out there, Terry Bowden has done a fantastic job 0-10 oh, when he got there uh, following the 2020 season and a win, and uh, they could finish third, or they will finish third, in the Sun Belt's Western Division. Uh, they will go 4-4 four and four if they are able to beat Southern Miss uh, at home. They did miss a chance for this game, uh, to mean uh, a chance to go bowling when they lost to Troy uh, last week. They are very competitive for a 4-17. and They have one score losses to Coastal South Alabama and one score wins uh, versus Texas State, Georgia State, and uh, Louisiana. Good news is Chandler Rogers is only a sophomore, and if he can take the next step, seems to turn it over in the uh, worst possible times. Uh, they could find themselves competing uh, for the division uh, next year. That would be a big jump, though. Uh, and at all, who knows about the turnover for South Alabama uh, and and Troy. And again, a win on Saturday. They'll finish third in the West. That'll be pretty good. I will take those Southern Miss minus three uh, in this ballgame. I expect it to be a close ballgame. I do. I, I, I don't think that Southern Miss is going to go up to Monroe uh, and uh, blow them out. All right, Old Dominion heading to Mobile to take on South Alabama. It has not been a good year for Old uh, Dominion. They are one of the f- four teams Marshall, James Madison, and Southern Miss uh, who have not had a good uh, year. Uh, and they did have a surprising 49 21 win over Coastal Carolina. They've lost five in a row, and now they're coming in as 15 and a half point underdogs and could finish the season with six straight losses. And it all really goes back to this. They had 323 yards rushing versus Coastal in that 49-21 victory. Since then, they have rushed a grand total in five ballgames, 334 yards. 133, 26, 11, 78, and 86. So very little consistency there uh, whatsoever. And obviously, the passing game is going to struggle when you can't run uh, the football. And South Alabama gives up less than 100 yards trying to stop the run. So Old Dominion has their work cut out for them in this one. South Alabama, 15.5-point favorite. They are 9-2 and two in the Sun Belt, six, or 9-2 and two overall, 6-1 and one, uh, in the Sun Belt. They are riding a four-game winning streak that ties a school record from 2014. So a win on Saturday would set a new school record for winning streak. A win on Saturday would set a new school record of wins in a season, which was a record of seven wins, eight wins, and nine wins. Uh, they are seven points, literally seven points away uh, from being undefeated. I know the math seems a little weird, but you need the extra point to you know, win. They had a one-point loss to UCLA and a four-point loss to Troy. And because they lost to Troy, they need Arkansas State to help them out for a division title. We will get to that game uh, later on. Carter Bradley has uh, had a uh, record-setting season. He's got the most yards for a South Alabama quarterback in a single season, and he's got the most thrown touchdown passes in a single season. And Ladanian Webb has set a school mark for rushing yards in a single ballgame. It has been a great season for South Alabama. They're most likely going to finish the regular season with 10 wins. What does that mean for head coach Kane Womack? Will he be back For a third season, does it matter if a Lane Kiffin moves on from Ole Miss? Uh, Kane Wannick is from Mississippi, so you would think that would have a draw to him. But uh, we shall see. It would be nice for South Alabama to have that one more year. They do have Tulane and Oklahoma State on the schedule next year. Could they make another run? Carter Bradley is expected to be back uh, next season. For uh, the Jaguars. All right, one more ball game. This has a lot riding on it because the winner will go to a bowl game. App State six and five, three and four. They are at Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern five and six, two and five in the Sun Belt. Again, App State has two wins against FCS teams: uh, the Citadel and Robert Morris. So you can only count one of them. So technically, they only have five wins towards a bowl game, uh, and so they need this one to get the victory they are four, or to get to the bowl game Uh, they are four and a half point favorites um i would say disappointing seasons for both these teams app state started with that 40 point fourth quarter against unc only for chase price to throw short on a wide open uh, receiver in the end zone to tie the ball game up on a two-point conversion they did have a hail mary to beat troy so crazy season it's crazy start for app state right but then things started going off the rails when they blew a 28-3 lead against James Madison, getting shut out in the second half. Then they got blown out in San Marcos against Texas State. Now, they have won their last ball game against ODU, so that sets them up for a bowl a game if they win this one. 27-14 over ODU. Uh, so we shall see. Again, it just hasn't been the season that everybody thought was coming For App State, they were picked to win the division, and they will not win the division. Uh, Georgia Southern started out the season 3-1. They had that big win over Nebraska and uh, Lincoln, but have only won twice since. They've lost three in a row and five out of seven. And the spiral started at the hands of the South Alabama Jaguars. They were leading South Alabama 21-7, only to see... Todd Justice on a fake punt run for about 25 yards. And from that moment on in that ballgame, South Alabama outscored Georgia Southern 31-10. to 10. Georgia Southern hasn't recovered. They lost 36-17 to 17 to Louisiana on a short week on the next week. And then last week, they lost 23-10 to 10, uh, to Marshall. They just have not gotten off of the mat since blowing a huge, a big lead at home against South Alabama. As important as a bowl berth would be, here's the other thing. They lose this ball game, they'll be on a four-game losing streak. And you don't want that going into uh, the offseason. You, you want to feel a little bit better than yourself. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be happy being 6-6. Six and six. I don't think anyone's going to be all that satisfied with Georgia Southern. More like a, a relief. We won six. We snapped the losing streak. We have a chance for a winning record. Instead, everyone's going to be answering questions. How did you lose four in a row? And they can look right back at that fake punt and say, that's out. So a lot on the line in this ballgame. Again, the winner will have a chance to go uh, bowling. In fact, that's the cool thing. So we, we talked about this before. Four teams have already qualified for uh, the Bulls. Troy, South Alabama, Marshall, and Coastal Carolina. App Stater, Georgia. Southern makes five. One of those teams is going to go. Southern Miss could make six if they go. And the Cajuns, if they win, that's seven. So that's pretty impressive, as we have stated before. All right, let's take a time out. We'll be back with the final two ball games to preview. And they are big ball games, uh, setting up for the Eastern Division crown, if you will, and the Western Division crown. All coming up next. I'm Dave Schultz. You're listening to Lockdown Sunbelt your team every day. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. To get started, download the free Upside app, use my promo code LOCKED and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer from whatever you're buying on Upside check in at the business pay as usual with a credit card or debit card and get paid in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs you can earn three times more cash back with upside upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week that's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store download the free upside app and use promo code locked to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more that's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. All right, welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Continuing to preview Week 13, which is really strange since they're only playing 12 ballgames, but it is Week 13 in the Sunbelt, and you are listening to Locked On Sunbelt. We do appreciate you doing so. All right, the big ball game in the Eastern Division is Coastal Carolina against James Madison. By the way, I'm going to take App State if I hadn't mentioned it, and I am going to take... South Alabama minus the 15 and a half against ODU. All right, so Coastal Carolina uh, playing without Grayson McCall, they're 9 and 1, uh, 6 and 1 in the Sun Belt. James Madison 7 and 3, 5 and 2 in the Sun Belt. And James Madison at home, how about this? 14 point favorites. That's mostly if not all because Coastal Carolina is without Grayson McCall. He's expected uh, to miss the ballgame. Jared Guest led the Shants to a 26-23, really come from a head victory over Southern Miss. They got up 17-0 and had to overcome a 20-17 deficit. Uh, look for Coastal to continue to use Bryce Carpenter at QB as well in running uh, situations. And again, this game is important for Coastal because they win, they will host the Sunbelt Championship. That will be end up based on rankings. Although, they weren't ranked. They're 23rd in the AP. They weren't ranked in the college football uh, poll. But, most likely, they will get the home field advantage based on rankings or whatever ridiculous math formula they got. However, if they lose, then they'll have two losses and South Alabama or Troy, most likely, will only have one. So, the West will host. And again, for James Madison, this is basically the de facto Eastern Division title on the line. I know James Madison can't play in the Sunbelt Championship. It's a ridiculous rule. They can't go bowling. So this is their bowl game. This is it. This is the last time that James Madison is going to play. There's no Sunbelt Championship game next week. There's no bowl game at the end to celebrate the season. They are at home. They're a 14-point favorite. I think James Madison is going to win this football game. And if they do beat Coastal Carolina, I don't care what the conference says. They're the Eastern Division champs. If you see the standings, at the end of the year, it'll say James Madison. It'll have an asterisk there. Not because they did something wrong, but only because they moved up from SCS to FBS, which should be worth a bonus win. If we're moving up an entire level of football and we are just as good, if not better, than what we're playing, we should get a bonus win. So... I'm gonna hang. If I'm James Madison, I'm hanging a Eastern Division Championship banner if they win the football game. Now they got to still win the football game, but I think uh, they will. All right, James Madison's offense with Todd Santeo is just too good. Coastal Carolina, uh, we've talked about them earlier in the week. You know, they just keep on winning. Doesn't have to be impressive. They got a bunch of win and move ons. You know, beating App State by a score, beating ULM by a score. Uh, come from behind to defeat Southern Miss by three, so they just keep on winning. Doesn't have to be very impressive, uh, but in this case, I just think James Madison is going to be stoked, and their last chance to get on the field. And Coastal, this would be a much closer game if Grayson McCall was playing. I still think James Madison would win. It would be closer. I'm going to take Coastal. You know what? I'm going all in on James Madison. I was going to try to split the baby. Say James Madison will win, but Coastal will cover. I'm going to take James Madison. I'm not sure this game's going to be close. I think James Madison could get up early, and Coastal's not going to have a, a shot. Jared Guest somehow gets a win with a 7-for-14 performance. So I'm going to go all-in on James Madison on uh, this one. And that means the winner of the West will host your Sun Belt Championship. I think it's going to be Troy. I don't think there's any doubt about this one. Troy, nine and two, six and one in uh, the Sun Belt. They're a 14-point favorite on the road against Arkansas State. Three and eight, one and six in the Sun Belt. Uh, and again, if Troy wins, they are your Western Division champs. If not, and South Alabama wins, they'll be uh, the chance, the champs. Uh, John Summerall has done a great job turning the program around in his first year. Defensively, one of the best in the conference. And the offense does struggle a bit. Mobile's own Carlton Marshall set the all-time tackles record. I uh, Didn't play last week. We'll see if he plays this week. And with a win, as I said, they very well could be hosting uh, the Sunbelt Championship. On the other hand, it has not been a great year for Arkansas State. They have one win against an FBS team, 45-28 over Monroe. Their other wins are against Grambling and UMass. They have lost five of the last six ball games. With only the 35-33 30, to 33 win over UMass, preventing a six-game losing streak. In terms of yards per game, Red Wolves rank last in offense. And they're 11th in defense in the Sun undoubt. That is not a great mix, particularly when you're playing Troy. So they don't score a lot of points. And they give up a bunch of points. So not great. Uh, when you're trying to upset perhaps the best team in uh, the Sun Belt, obviously South Alabama is hoping for a miracle. Uh, I don't think that miracle is coming. It should be noted by the way, should be noted that South Alabama plays early. South Alabama's playing at 11. Troy is playing at two 30 for whatever that means that Troy will know that the pressure is on. I guess I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it's going to matter, but they'll know if they have to win or lose uh, to win uh, the West. I think South Alabama is going to win easily, and I think Troy is going to win easily, but Troy will know the outcome of the South Alabama game uh, before they kick off or close to it. Anyways, all right. I want to thank everybody for listening to uh, Locked on a Sunbelt. We will start to concentrate more on uh, basketball beginning next week. Uh, as obviously there's going to be only one Sunbelt football game, and that'll be the Sunbelt Championship. We'll do a good job of previewing that as well. Uh, Looking forward to trying getting some uh, football coaches on and some players on uh, that are heading to the Senior Bowl, and we will uh, do our best uh, for that, as uh, there are some Sunbelters coming to the Senior Bowl in Mobile. Uh, Again, hopefully you had a, a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, And again, thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. We will be back Monday with another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day.